0: Edition. MLB, DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, May 15th edition. Hope everybody had a interesting Monday slate. As we said, it would be very interesting. And we had a 14-game slate on tap tonight. And it is, yeah, it, it has potential. But there is a boatload of weather to pay attention to. We dodged every bullet last night. I'd be pretty impressed if they do it again tonight. We have your totals on the slate. White Sox-Pirates, 85 Yankees Nationals 8.5, Phillies Orioles 9.5, Indians Tigers 9.5, Dodgers Marlins 8, A's Red Sox 9.5, Blue Jays Mets 7.5, Cubs Braves 8.5, Cardinals Twins 9, Rays Royals 9, Brewers D-backs 8, Astros Angels 8, Rangers Mariners 8.5, Reds Gigantes 8. So you got a handful of nines and aboves and then some decent looking pitching matchups out there. When you take a look at the weather... Yankees-Washington wind blowing out to right field, about 15 miles an hour in Washington, but chances of rain there. White Sox picked Pittsburgh, chances of rain. Philadelphia-Baltimore looks like some really good rain. If they had to pick one for a postponement, it would be that one, but we shall see as it is early in the morning. Oakland-Boston, wind blowing in from right, or left field, about 14 miles an hour with rain. Toronto at the Mets blowing out to right field, about 17 miles an hour, chances of rain, and then the Giants and the Reds blowing out the center field as the huge. So keep an eye on the rain. It's about five or six rain games we could have on tap tonight. Make things quite, quite interesting. Let's get into the pitching on this 14-game slate. The highest-priced arm. We have four guys over 10K. And the guy you're looking at if you're paying all the way to the top, Garrett Cole, 13900 bucks at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Cole, the best pitcher in baseball right now. His lowest performance this year, 242 so, the blow up could definitely be in play. And that, that lowest performance was against these Angels. It's a team that does not strike out a ton. He struck out eight over seven innings, gave him two runs, a very solid performance at 13-9, where I need him to be lights out to meet that price tag. It's an Angels team that strikes out 19.4% of the time. So, not a big strikeout team. which you saw, Lance McCullers didn't strike him out much last night as well. You know, Cole does have a 27% strikeout rate. Everything is very solid. We look at Garrett Cole, and the Angels have the lowest team total on the slate or no, the third lowest, at about 3.6. Uh, so keep an eye on Cole. He is obviously a great play in cash games. I think he's pretty much a staple. GPPs, he's going to have to be lights out to get that point production to help you out because of the sacrifice you're going to have to make elsewhere. So keep Cole in mind. I do like him. He is just very, very pricey. I don't mind saving $2,100 going down to Zach Greinke at 11800 at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, Greinke can be tilting. He can be hit and miss with what he does, but he's got about six K. Six-plus K per game upside. You got that going for you. He goes deep into ball games. He's been very good at home this year, averaging 23 points a game at home. Uh, he's got over a K per inning at home, uh, only giving up six runs in 31 and a third innings at home. He's facing a Brewers team that does like to strike out, striking out 24.5% of the time. He has a 27% strikeout rate, a 46% ground ball rate, a swing and strike rate of 12.5%. He can't give up the long ball from time to time. We mentioned that on most shows with him. Lefties do hit him at 326, righties 303, so he can't give up the long ball, but you've got a Brew Crew team, uh, one of the lowest totals on the slate, the second lowest at about 3.6, uh, just below the Angels. You know, they're a lineup, Ryan Braun got scratched last night, you got to see who's in there. They're a righty-heavy lineup outside of like Christian Yellick, and yeah, it's a very righty-heavy lineup. No Eric Thames right now. Uh, he does very good against the right-handed side of the plate, so keep him in mind at 11-8 as a guy that you could start your lineups with if you don't want to pay up to Cole. I think Cole and Granke have very similar upside. Obviously, if Cole is on one of his just lights-out games, he's going to blow Granke out of the water, but we do have to give the angel a little bit of respect. Yeah, they're not crushing the baseball like they once were, and if Cole was 11-8, I'd be jumping on him like a fly on poop, but... Uh, 13 I do like him. I'm going to make a lineup with him, but just because of that upside is there, but I do realize it is a massive sacrifice you have to make. The other two guys, Noah Syndergaard and Alex Wood, I will not be using tonight. Uh, Syndergaard, I've mentioned it time and time again. He is a really good pitcher, but, you know, he just doesn't have the consistency. He doesn't have the control. He doesn't have what it takes for this price tag. Yes, he can ooh and awe you, and he can be outstanding, but, you know, he's a guy that's consistently, usually in the 11 to 12 range. He's 10-8 tonight, but the last few games, 12.9, 6.3, 24-9 could use, 15-3, 32-2, 27, 15-4, 25-9. He had three starts in there, about 25 or more, out of all of his starts this year. You need at least 25 or more at this price tag. He just doesn't have that consistency. Maybe in a GPP, if you're mass multi entering, knock yourself out, but uh, I won't be going there. So my guys up top, Cole 1, Granky 2, but it's all a price thing. If you don't want to pay all the way to Cole, I don't. I don't mind at all. Granky's in a very, very good spot tonight, and I can totally get behind it. Now it gets really messy for a 14 game slate. If you do the quick math and carry the two, you have 28 pitchers on tap. You know, usually I'll give you about eight, nine, ten guys easily. I have seven total or six total guys. That's including Cole and Granky. It is very messy. Um, if you come in the sports DJ and Slack chat throughout the day, maybe when we see lineups or some more breakdowns and stuff. We might add on a guy here. There, are like last night we all started talking about the A's, how much they could be a good stack against Porcello and Matt Joyce, a good value play. Man, that worked out well for the guys that used them there. So um, come join us in there because this is obviously early in the morning and this lineups come out and more news comes out throughout the day. Things change and you have to pivot with weather. Lots of things to check out. So it's real fun, real simple. Come join us in there. Um Back to the pitching, though, you got Eduardo Rodriguez for GPP at 9,200 against the A's. I get it. The A's bats can be very, very sneaky. He does have tremendous strikeout upside in that matchup, so I don't hate it at all. He's just very, very risky at that price tag. He's moving up the ladder quite a bit. Tyler Molly, same thing. Um, I liked Romano yesterday. To me, Romano and Molle, yes, is a little better, but not a ton better. And you're, you're targeting the strikeouts of the Giants. So a 9K bump uh, is quite a bit there, which, you know, on this slate, GPP, you could do it, but I'm not going there. The next guy I will look at is Gio Gonzalez of the Washington Nationals. 8700 bucks. It's quite the price drop. He's at home, and a big reason it's a price drop is he's facing the New York Yankees. Yes, the New York Yankees, but he's got three straight games of about 23 or more points. He's averaging 20-plus on the season. He's got really good strikeout stuff. At home, he's averaging over 21 points a game over a K per inning. He's given a four earned at home, only one home run. He's only got one home run in the entire season. There's a lot to like there with Gio. Yes, he's not flashy, but we never liked him at the price point he was at. Now he's at a very respectable price tag that you can actually deal with. When you look at uh, the, the other reason why I like him at 8,700, the, the Yankees strike out a lot of 24%, and they won't have the DH. So that outfield that was Judge, Gardner, and Hicks, and you had Stanton DHing. well, one guy is going to be the odd man out, and I'm guessing it might be be Hicks, because I think they still like Gardner leading off regardless of lefty-righty. But maybe they'll put Hicks because he's switch-hitting, and maybe they'll lead him off tonight, and Gardner's the odd man out. Either way, he's in a really good spot in this matchup. Yes, it can be terrifying. He's got 24% K rate, 47% ground ball rate, so he limits the fly ball, limits the hard contacts. Lots to like there. And the Yankees, let's look at this one, they have a 4.3 total. It's like middle of the pack. Lefty's 213, righty's 312. Would you be shocked if Gio got lit up by the Yankees? No. But what I'm saying, on this slate, at that price point, he can give up three or four runs, but still strike out eight-plus, which is very possible against the New York Yankees at 8700 bucks. And now Gio actually pays for his salary, unlike he had been doing most of the season. Now it gets a little hairier after that, but we got the return of the one, the only, Jack Flaherty, a guy we absolutely love. This guy's filthy. The fact that St. Louis has been hunting them in the minors after two starts this year is disappointing. Yeah, his last start against Pittsburgh wasn't great, but his first start against Milwaukee was outstanding, and he's just been pure filth since returning to the minors. Just lighting it up everywhere he goes. Facing a, um, a Minnesota team that strikes out a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. When you're looking at Flaherty. The Twins strike out 22% of the time versus righties, a lot more versus lefties. He has a 23% K rate, great swinging strike rate, 49% ground ball rate. There's a lot to like about Flaherty at seventy three hundred bucks. He's young, but he's got the goods to really put a nice outing together here. Minnesota's team total is four point six. Lefties three ninety three, right he's two ninety six on a small sample for Flaherty, but I like him at seventy three hundred bucks with some very, very, very nice upside. For those that remember last year when Luke Weaver first burst on the scene, we took advantage of some cheap pricing there. Hoping Flaherty can be the same. Next guy I like is Nick Pavetta at seventy two hundred bucks at the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, this looks like a nasty rain game, so keep an eye on it. But Pavetta Outstanding his last time out, he had a hiccup at the Nats and against Atlanta, but you know dominated the Giants. And then prior to that, it was just filthy on the season. His fastball has been very, very good. He's dominated right-handed bats. The Orioles have a humongous right-handed lineup outside of the likes of um, of Chris Davis, and maybe a couple other stragglers, Cisco behind the dish and whatnot. But a big righty dominated the lineup there. Um, they have a four seven total, which is pretty large. But and lefties hit four twenty nine. Like I say, dominates righties at a two fifty four average. They have a Woba below average of 299 versus, versus righties and a, an average ISO of 166. He's striking out like almost 32% of the uh, righties he's facing this year. I was reading up on that yesterday. Fastball still there. I was trying to figure out why he wasn't what he once was or as he started the season, but he's he's just fine. He's a young kid. He's going to have hiccups like young kids do. Uh, Baltimore strikes out 24% of the time. He's striking out over 24% overall. Like I said, he dominates righties. He's in a good spot at this price tag. Could he get blown up? Yes. We saw the Orioles over the weekend do what the Orioles can do best. They have so much power in that lineup that if they wake up, they can destroy you. But how many games is here? Have we seen that compared to how many games they just lay an egg and strike out a handful of times? Uh, on a GPP for 7200 bucks? the upside with Pavetta is tremendous. He's got 25-plus point upside if he if he just gets it done. So he's definitely got to keep in mind there at $7,200 last guy I'm going to look at, we're going to go all the way down to 5500 bucks. Anthony Banda of the Tampa Bay Rays is going to make his debut this year. He came over in the Steven Souza Jr. deal. Banda's been very, very good. Uh, he was a top prospect at one time for the D-backs. He scuffled off and on in the minors for the D-backs last few years there, but he got dealt to Tampa and this year at AAA Durham, a 3-5 ERA and 7 starts, in 36 innings. He has struck out 44 batters in that 36 innings, so he's got a 11K per nine Looking really, really good. The walks are a little bit of an issue with 16 walks and 36 innings pitched. He's only given up one homer on the season, which is very, very nice to see. So he brings a nice little matchup in there into Kansas City, a team we usually aren't too worried about. Sure, he is a, a, a southpaw on the mound there, but Kansas City strikes out 24% of the time versus lefties. Uh, Banda's definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Sure, he's young. Could he get a little messy and stuff get erratic? Yeah, no, no doubt about it. But uh, he's definitely got to look at here. Kansas City's um, team total. Why can't I find you here? Oh, they're four seven two. Uh, they have a three twenty woba, which is pretty good versus lefties, but a really bad ISO of one forty six. So at fifty five hundred bucks, I think he's definitely worth the gamble in this matchup. Good to blow up, happen yes, but that's the gamble you take at fifty five hundred. So definitely someone to keep an eye on there to Anthony Banda. So recapping your pitch, and you got Cole up top, and then Granky two. And if you price point wise. It could differentiate. And then down below, uh, we'll put them in this order for you here. You got Pavetta 1, uh, Banda 2, Flaherty 3, Geo 4. But Geo's got that upside that could be really tremendous and ownership would be really, really low. And again, on 14 inch slates, I don't worry about ownership as much because it spreads out pretty good. But if the rain comes into play, ownership can matter a ton. So keep an eye on that. Now let's get to the bats. And before we get to the bats, let me talk to you about draft. Draft Draft.com, draft in your app store great new way to play fantasy sports Uh, you go online or on your phone and you draft in under five minutes snake style drafts so there's no ownership concerns there because you're the only one that owns them it's absolutely awesome you have head-to-head three man six man ten man tons and tons of fun They have baseball basketball hockey golf football football's doing best ball drafts Um, totally awesome stuff there Uh, you can do like two-hour time limits or even less whatever you got going on we got golf coming up for the Byron Nelson this week, so tons of fun there. When you make your first deposit, you check out, you use promo code SDSPORTS, and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. It's tons and tons of fun. If you have any questions on it, please hit me up. I love drafts. I play it every single day. It is a blast. Like It's not the big money makers like you're trying to do with DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever. But it is fun and it's a great way to play fantasy sports. So check it out on your on your phone under Draft in the App Store or on Draft.com. Promo code SD Sports at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. Now let's get to the bats on this 14 game slate. Start off with the catcher's position, where you know you got the usual suspects leading the way. The one, the only El Sanchez. Forty four hundred bucks against Gio. yeah. If you're fading Geo, Gary is definitely in play as righties do have some thump against him. It has been established over the time. It's just interesting to see the Yankees team total so much lower than it usually is. So uh yeah, Gary at forty four is in play. You got guys like Wilson Contreras has been on absolute fire facing Folty at forty three hundred bucks in Atlanta. Fulty's pitched well this year. Cubs team total is four three four. Lefties three thirty, righties three fifteen. So uh, Contreras could be in play if you want to go that way. Yosemite Grandal against Chin at 39 is very, very interesting for you there. You got a little farther, like Gian Gomes, 36 versus Francisco Lariano. He'll go way overlooked if you're paying up at that price. Like John Hicks at 34 versus Tomlin is worth a look. Hicks is swinging a really, really good bat for you there. The farther down you look, though, it wasn't great at first glance last night. I was looking at, like, James McCann at 3,100. If he's hitting cleanup again, I don't mind that. We like McCann versus lefties, but McCann's hitting everybody right now. He's hitting really, really good uh, for a catcher. He's hitting cleanup, so get a catcher and a good spot in the order at that price tag. It's not much else you can look for. That's it, a really solid look there at $3,100. Uh, far around he goes, so he's catching for Texas because Mike Leak is a heavy target tonight. Texas team total surprisingly isn't the highest, which it should be because Mike Leak is... Hot garbage, but um, Texas has a 4-1 total. Lefty's four thirty-seven, 37 righty's 4-32. Uh, when Leak gets it done, it's so frustrating because it is literally smoke and mirrors. You watch those starts or watch like the game cast, and it is so bad. So, so bad. So, see who's catching. Torino's 29s in play. There'll be other options there. You got like, a guy like um, Mitch Garver. If you're not using Flaherty at 29, could be another cheapie you could look at. But really, the catcher's position usually has a lot of options, but... All the cheapies tonight seem to be going up against studs. So you have to really decide, do I want to go to like Tyler Flowers versus Darvish? Darvish has struggled a lot, so 2600 You can look there. I'd still rather go up a little higher than go to Darvish. But uh, check lineups because there will be someone that comes out and goes, okay, I, I can take that gamble or that price tag and, and see what happens. So check those out as the lineups get released. Going to first base, you got the likes of Freddie Freeman at 52 versus Darvish. could be really, really nice. Darvish just – is broken right now, and he's coming back from the quote unquote flu, aka I think let my arm feel better because I pitched like crap disease. Um, but maybe he'll figure it out. The talent's there; it's just not showing up. You got the Braves a four one five total lefties three forty five righties three eighty four on the year against Darvish, and that that way the ball flies out to right field in Atlanta. It could be an interesting night for you. So uh, Freeman at fifty two is in play. You got Rizzo at forty nine who's on fire against Fulte. Both really good options in the same ballpark there. You know, farther, guys like Edwin Encarnacion against Francisco Lariano. We know how Edwin loves facing his lefties. Cleveland has the second highest total at 4.9. Lefties, 281. Righties, 409 off Liriano. So E5 at 4,500. Definitely in play for you there. You go down know, farther, guy like Carlos Santana against uh, Trashner at 4,400. Like that quite a bit. The Phillies have the third highest total at 4.8. Lefties, 393. Righties, 409 as well against Trashner. So he is a disaster. Hopefully that game plays because that one looks like the rainiest of the bunch, but you never know. Miracles do happen. So Edwin at 45, Carlson Santana at 44. Very solid options if you're not going to the top. I don't mind him at all. If you want to get on the bandwagon that's going to hit any day now, any day, and his price tag is never going to be much lower than this, unless you know, he just hits a massive wall, but Paul Goldschmidt is in a massive slump. Yes, I will 1,000% admit that. He's 4300 bucks at home, Against Jalees Chassin. Chasen lefties hit three ninety one, righties three twenty three. The backs on a four point four total. Paul Goldschmidt's been hitting the ball really hard the last couple of games. He's so close to getting it done, so so close. He's gonna have one of those big big games pretty soon, and you're gonna get him dirt cheap and low owned at forty three hundred bucks. So if you want to get weird, I don't mind it. Like sure, Kashner and or Santana and a couple hundred bucks more, yes. But Goldie at forty three could be sneaky nice. You also got Mitch Moreland at 42 versus Daniel Mengden. Don't hate that at all. You go down a little farther, um, Henley Ramirez at 4K as well is not playing that matchup. But Joey Gallo, first base outfield eligible at 4K, is oh so nice versus uh, Mike Leak. Uh, you might want to put him in the outfield and get him another first baseman, but either way, very, very nice. You got Ryan Healy at 4K who is just on absolute fire. Seattle has a 4-4 total. Lefties, 237. Righties, 369, which is so, so nice versus Matt Moore it's a guy like Ryan Healy who hits lefties really well he's been hitting just really well overall getting him in your lineup at 4k hitting in the middle of that order could be sweet for you a little farther Josh Bell at 38 versus Ronaldo Lopez could be a nice GPP pivot for you there Brandon Bell versus Tyler Molly at 37 I mentioned him all the time he's undervalued but Bell did it again last night he had a double a homer 28 DraftKings points and he's just cheap 3700 bucks. He, he, he has over a 400 on base percentage so he's going to get you points, usually usually some sort of points day in and day out, and he has the upside for a big game. So belt at 37. You're going farther to guys like Yuli Gurriel at 36 is in play. Um, Yonder Alonzo, not so much tonight, but I mentioned John Hicks earlier. Uh, Joe Mauer at 34 is a cheapie, so is Logan Morrison versus Flaherty, if you want just a cheap one off there. Brad Miller versus Kennedy with the home run upside at 3,300. I can get behind that as well. We go down farther, like a Justin Smoke, a center guard will give up some. So a GPP Smoke at thirty-two is worth the play. And the guy I want to mention because he has just been on absolute fire. He had double he double dong last night for thirty-four points, twenty-two points the night before, twelve points the night before that. And then he was kind of cooled off there, but he's had a couple big games this year. He's thirty-one hundred bucks. He's first base outfield eligible, and he's going up against a gas can in Josh Tomlin. The Tigers have a four-six total which is 6th highest on the slate. Lefty's 495, righty's 461 versus Choss Tomlin. That is embarrassing. Four like Both sides of the plate are over 400. He's a switch hitter, so I'm going from the left side. His name is Nico Goodrum. This kid, I think a lot of people are going to talk about him because of what he did yesterday, and I'm not going to be missing that boat. $3,100, bucks, 1st base Southfield eligible. He could throw up an absolute goose egg, but for that price tag, definitely, definitely worth the gamble there. So keep an eye on him at thirty one hundred dollars. Let's go over to second base, where we have the one, the only Aussie Albie's leading the way at fifty one hundred. Great spot versus Darvish, of course. You got Javi Baez at forty four; he's been crushing baseballs. Uh, I love when Matt had him leading off. He was in the middle of the order the other day. Either way, very, very productive. Whit Merrifield went deep yesterday. He has a nice right handed bat versus Banda. If you are not using Banda, I can get behind Whit at forty three hundred. Uh, you go down to like Jed Lowry at four K against Erod Erod. could be interesting. Jonathan Scope. Does have some power versus righties, but I'm not really running to play that. I'd rather go play Cesar Hernandez at 3900 versus Andrew Trashner. I think that's a very nice look there for him. Probably going to go like Ben Zobers at 37 is in play for you. Um, Kiki Hernandez versus a lefty. You'll hear that all year. Kiki's been garbage this year, garbage. But he's 3500 versus a lefty, so you'll hear that narrative and probably run to it like most people do. Eduardo Nunez 3400 as well versus Menden, but a guy I do like for 3400, Starlin Castro. Against Alex Wood, Castro's been leading off a lot more lately, which is much, much nicer to our liking. 5, 10, and 16 in his last three. Uh, he had a couple heaters prior to that in Cincinnati. So definitely heating up at 3400 bucks, going up against Alex Wood. The Marlins, lefty's 244, righties 276 off Wood. You know, Wood doesn't go super deep into the games. The Dodgers bullpen, not as great as people said it would be. So Castro at 34 could be a very nice, cheaper option for you there. Neil Walker against uh, Geo at 32 as well. And Harris Salarte at 32. If you want some cheapies, Toronto's are cheap versus Syndergaard if you want to take those gambles. And then David Boat of Chicago, he's second base, third base. He's usually in the lineup versus Fulte at 3,100. Brandon Drury's back from the DL for the Yanks, second base, third base. He does hit lefties well, so if he cracks the lineup at 31 versus Geo, he can be another cheapie for you. If you want a really GPP punt, he's been at all last year and he hasn't really done much this year especially since returning from the DL but Ruggie Odor is $2,900 for his Mike Leake, and all you need Ruggie to do is run into one he hasn't done it yet this year but uh, 2900 is super super cheap third base you got Chris Bryant who's on fire 51 definitely like that and another guy that's on fire is Jose Ramirez against Liriano at 51 both in great spots I'd probably go Jose a little over faulty I mean over Bryant but both awesome spots there if you aren't using Jack Flaherty, Eduardo Escobar, third base shortstop eligible at 45, definitely worth a look. And then Agenio Suarez crushes lefties. He's 4,400 versus Ty Block. Yeah, it's in San Francisco, which sucks, but definitely in play for you. Uh, Travis Shaw, if you think Granky's going to give up one like he does from time to time, Shaw is worth a play there. Guys like Mikel Franco at 42 versus Trashner, not horrible. Uh, you go down a little farther, though. Guys like Bregman at 4K versus Berea, I can get behind. Rafael Devers with dps yesterday at 39. So it's kind of that sweet spot, the high threes that I do like to, to, to gravitate towards. and definitely has some stuff for you there. Uh, Matt Davidson for GPPs, first base, third base, 37 versus Williams. Don't hate that one either. Farther down you go, like Longo's hitting the ball really, really well. Prefer lefties over righties. But he's hitting it really good. 3600 versus Male could be a cheaper option for you. Colin Moran versus the Lopez at 34 is worth a punt. Uh, Matt Chapman at 33 versus Erod is also worth a punt for for value, Yomer Sanchez versus Trevor Williams at 33. I do like that as a cheapie. Daniel Descalso at 32 is swinging a good bat versus Chessine. Lefty's crushed Chessine. Definitely someone to keep an eye on there. The D-backs have a 4-4 total. Lefty's 391. Righty's 323. So Descalso. But one I, I already mentioned, Salarte at 32. And one I really like is Matt Duffy at 32 versus Ian Kennedy. Um, Duffy's swinging a hot bat, 13 more points last. night. he doesn't do it with a ton of power, but he gets a bunch of multi-hit games. He's hitting third in that lineup. You know, his last few games, 13-5, 21-8, 10-2, 6-6, 6-13. So for his price tag, he's been very productive most nights of the year. The Rays have a 4-3 total. Lefties, 372. riser at 399. So are getting to, to Ian can be a little better. You know they can get the long ball as well. So Duffy at 32 could produce a nice little cheapy for you there. Don't hate that at all. Remember David Boat for Chicago's there as well i 'd rather you know instead of paying 31 for both boat go to like Solarte or Duffy or Descalso or Ylp or Sanchez those kind of guys so the low threes does bring you a little bit of value if you need to go that direction and uh, see see what else opens up later tonight but you don't I, I obviously you want to pay up for the the Bryants and the the Ramirez and the Suarez and all them but uh, if you don't if you need a value saver third base does have some options. Shortstop, you got Manny Machado at 52. Vince Pavetta is obviously good. So is Francisco Lindor at 52. Ledore missed two home runs last night. Foul. Barely. Barely foul. Two. Two home runs. That was devastating. Carlos Correa is always in play. Uh, Eduardo Escobar 45. like him quite a bit. You got Bogarts at 43. Chris Taylor, outfield shortstop eligible. 4K versus chin. Could be worth a look for you there. Lefty's 350. Righty's 405 off chin. Chin's been getting destroyed in his first couple starts this season. Not good at all. Uh, you got a guy like Marcus Simeon who hits lefties really well at 39 versus E-Rod. Gene Segura hits lefties really well versus minor at 39. So some really good options for you right there in the uh, high threes, low four range. The further down you go, you remember Kiki Hernandez, 35. Eduardo Nunez, 34. I mentioned them earlier. As some cheaper options. I like those top guys better. But like Jose Peraza, 3,300 bucks, hitting towards the top of the Reds order. Right-handed bat versus tie block. Don't mind that. at all. always cool off a little bit after his – Hot run he was on. You got Brandon Crawford had another good night last night. He's had a really good kind of quiet season. 18 points last night. Averaging 8.7 his last 10. Back-to-back double-digit performances. 3,200 versus Tyler Molley I don't hate that at all. Giants have a 4.12 total. Lefties hit 405 off Molle. Righties 283. So the lefties in the Giants lineup can be nice, cheap options for you to get some thump against Tyler Molley uh, the farther down you go with the shortstop position, they got Jerks and Profar at 31. nice cheapie versus Leak, depending on where he's at in the lineup. That could be very, very powerful there at that price tag. But uh, check lineups and see what else, because I you know, always got like uh, you know Miguel Rojas and those guys. If you need to go there when they're leading off, much more attractive. Going to the outfield, Mookie Betts, $5,900, always in play. This guy's just so good, stealing bags, hitting bombs, double-digit after double-digit night, over and over and over again, $5,900. You got Judge versus Gio at fifty four. I'd get behind that. Bryce Harper fifty three versus Tanaka. Tanaka does like to give up the long ball. When he struggles, he gives it up really, really well. Uh, Nats have a four point two total. Righties actually hit a better He's two ninety six. Righties three twenty seven to start the year. But Bryce Harper doesn't really count in those categories. JD Martinez had another bomb last night. He's fifty one hundred. Got Stanton at five k versus Gio. Obviously, all really good options. Tommy Pham at 48 versus Jose Barrios will get really, really overlooked, so I don't hate that. But that Eduardo, Eddie, Eddie Rosario at 4,600 versus Jack Flaherty is a guy in play. If you're not using Flaherty, I can definitely get behind that. You go down to guys like Matt Adams versus Tanaka at 44. It's a high price tag for Adams, and we know what he can do with these matchups. you got Ben at 44 swinging a better bat of late, so he's definitely worth a look for Daniel Mingdon. Hoskins at 44, but I like Odubel Herrera quite a bit at 44 versus Andrew Kashner. Uh, we mentioned how lefties and righties have been destroying Kashner, so Hoskins is definitely in play, but Herrera's just been a much more consistent big-time producer, 5, 19, 17, 10, 13, 38, 15. That's a heck of a run he's been on right now, and he could keep it going against a guy like Andrew Kashner, so keep Odubel in mind at 4,400. Uh, K with the Chris Davis from deep again last night. He's on fire right now. Lefties and righties getting crushed by Chris Davis. But he loves it facing his lefties. He's 43 versus Erod. Let's so keep Chris Davis in mind. Uh, you know, Locaine, Christian and Yellick, both 42 versus Granky for GPPs if you're going that direction. Endurance, Ciarte, is hitting it really, really, really well. He's 4,200 versus Hugh Darvish. Always overlooked in, in lineups, so keep an eye there. Nelson Cruz versus the lefty, at 4,200. And uh, Mike Miner, it's Nelly back at home where he has lefties. so much better than on the road for some reason. Jorge Soler at 42 versus Banda is also worth a look. Nick Marquecas, one of the hotter hitters in all of baseball, 4,100 versus Yu Darvish. Nomar Mazar is only 41 versus Leak. That's another one we like. We like those Rangers versus Mike Leak. I think Vegas got that one really, really wrong on the total there. Well, at least on paper, Texas should be able to tee off on him. Mitch Hanniger hitting about third last night with Cano out. He's 4K versus Minor. I like that. Joey at 4K, mentioned him earlier. Further down you go, you got guys like Giannis Suspedis versus the lefty Jaime Garcia at 4K. I like that a lot. Giannis has power regardless, but against lefties really does. And um, the Mets can be a—I hate recommending Mets because they're so bad. A 255 wOBA, which is dreadful, and a .080 ISO versus lefties. They're one of the worst teams in all of baseball versus left-handed pitching. But Suspendus 403 uh, as a left uh, against lefties, 344 versus righties for Jaime Garcia. So uh, you keep an eye on Ioannis at, at that price tag. Very much worth a look. Corey Dickerson at 39 versus uh, Ronaldo Lopez. Definitely in play. I mentioned Chris Taylor earlier. T- David Peralta at 39 versus Chassin. Is a very solid price tag there. Because Chassin is really, really bad versus left-handed bats. Really, really, really bad. Matt Kemp at 3900 versus Wei and Chen is in play for you there. Um, if you go down farther, Adam Duvall. Big three-run homer last night. 3800 bucks versus Ty Block. Another guy to keep an eye on for you there. But uh, there's tons of options tonight. Lots of options on a 14-game slate. Like Malik Smith for steals. Delano Shields for steals. Aaron Althair for power versus Kashner. Lots to like in all of them. Uh, you go down know, farther, though. Maybe Ian Happ, 3,600 versus Folty for a GPP can run into some for you. Keep an eye on uh, Johnny Fields. He's right-handed bat. He's 3,600. If he's in the lineup, he was hitting towards the top of the order yesterday. For the Rays, thirty six hundred with some power upside in him. Uh, go down farther though. You got guys like uh, Derek Fisher for thirty five as a cheapy. Dustin Fowler at thirty four. Chad Pender at thirty four against Erod. I do like that a little bit if you're in a GPP mood. I really like since You choose only thirty four hundred versus Mike Leake. You can go and Chu Mazara and Gallo really cheap as an interesting Rangers stack for you there. Uh, the farther down you look, though, like Max Kepler at 34 is in play for you. Marvin Gonzalez at 33 is in play. Uh, guys like Chris Owens for cheap at 31. He's been really up and down, but uh, worth a gamble at that price tag. Nico Goodrum talked about him earlier at 31. He's definitely in play. He should be probably very chalk tonight, but uh, I almost want to be on that shot because he opens up a lot in your lineup, and he could really do some damage with that. But uh, other than that, you know, Robbie Grossman at 3K is not bad. But check your lineups. There will be much, much more that come out as we talk throughout the day. The Slack chat on Twitter, hit me up wherever, uh, and we'll make it happen for you. So let's recap the pitching real quick up top. you got Cole and Granke. Down below, Pavetta, Banda, Flaherty, and Carlos Gonzalez. I do want to look at one more. I really don't like rostering him very much, but look at how bad the Mets have been. Guess he's going against Noah Syndergaard. Jaime Garcia just hasn't been good. That's why he can't do it. He's like ten point max potential. It gets if you really want to get GPP weird. Jaime at fifty five could be a play, but yeah, I am not gonna get too far behind that. I could see the I could see where he could go off, but I don't think I'll be with, I don't think I'll be there if it happens. Good luck if you do. I could see the appeal. Let's talk about some uh, BVP before we wrap her up and take it home. Not too much in the first game. You got Odabo Herrera. I liked him for a reason. 6-for-14, two homers versus Andrew Kashner. Cesar Hernandez, another guy I like. 5-for-11 with a triple off Kashner. So stuff to look at there. Uh, small sample, small sample. Uh, Nick Castellanos, he's hurt right now. If he's back tonight, though, he's been day-to-day. 10-for-31, three doubles and a homer off uh, Josh Tomlin. So someone to keep an eye on there. Definitely like that. A uh, little further, I got Francisco, Lindor, or I mean Francisco Liriano. Uh, he's got up two homers to Edwin Encarnacion, so someone to keep an eye on there. Wilmer Flores, 4-for-12 with a double and two homers versus Jaime Garcia. We know Flores does like him some lefties, even though he's been really bad this year. Really not good. Uh, Chad Pinder has taken Eduardo Rodriguez deep, so I'm going to keep an eye on there. Starting Castro, 5-for-7 with a double off Alex Wood. Logan Forsythe, if he cracks the lineup, he's 11-for-28 with two doubles, a triple and three home runs off and Chin. So someone to think about there. For a cheapie, got like Anthony Rizzo, 3-for-5 with a double and a homer off Fulte. Small sample. Brad Miller, 3-for-6, two doubles and a homer off Ian Kennedy. AJ Pollock, 4-for-11 with a homer off Chassin. Chris Owings, Peralta, and Goldie have all taken Chassin deep. Uh, Justin Upton, 5-for-14 with a double off Garrett Cole. Upton's been on fire right now, man. Absolute f- scorching. Sensu Chu, 6-for-17, two doubles, two homers off Mike Leek. Mazar's taking Leak deep as well. Rudy doors even three for ten with a double. A three hundred average for is telling you something. He sees them. Billy Hamilton, five for six, a double and a triple off tie block. So there's a cheapie if you want to. Adam Duval, three for six with a homer. So there you have it. Quick hits in the books for your Tuesday, May fifteenth edition. Check us out on Twitter at the sports I'm on Twitter at BD Join the Slack chat. If you need an invite, let us know. We can definitely get you in there. Tons and tons of fun. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast, myself and Jesse Bucks was out of town. We dropped it last night for the Byron Nelson Classics, so go check that out. Get you ready for a very interesting week of golf. Very interesting week of golf. Uh, Jesse will have his, his article out as usual this week. We got Bench with Bubba, episode 93 with Colby Conway out there. Tons of good content there. Uh, around the base with Bubba, episode 63. Tons of good content there as well. Interviewed. Our buddy STL Cup of Joe and um, Alan Yamashigi of Dodgers Digest. So go check all of that out. So much going on at the Sports Degens. Docs has his six takeaways from UFC 224. Really great work there from Doc. So go check us out on, online at the uh, Sports and on Twitter at the And good luck on your Tuesday, April or May 15th edition of MLD DFS Quickets. I'm out.